Chris Hall here for Dogs on Demand on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and all those other places that you can uh, find our uh, program. And it's good to have you along with us. And it gets, uh, it's good to have these guys along with us as well, Jacob uh, Hardy uh, and uh, Miles Thornton, Terrell Foster. These guys play for the University of Georgia, the Bulldogs. And, of course, the Bulldogs getting the uh, season underway uh, Saturday against uh, UT Martin. So, uh, guys, uh, first of all, thank you so much. I, you know, I know you're just getting off of practice and uh, you're kind of tired and worn out from a long day, but thank you for taking a moment to come and uh, sit down and, and talk with us uh, a little bit. Jacob, let me start with you. Tell me a little bit about your, your story. And uh, now you're a redshirt freshman uh, running back uh, for the University of Georgia. Tell me a little bit about, uh, about your story. Uh, so basically, I grew up back home in D.C., um, lived there for a while, my entire life. Uh, my recruitment was a little different. I didn't get recruited until my uh, junior year summer, heading into my senior year. Um, Georgia was recruiting one of my friends and teammates at the time. He played quarterback, and I played receiver, and we had a pretty good connection. Like I said, we were good friends. And um, when they were looking at his tape, I kept flashing, so they invited me to a workout. Um, I did fairly well, and that's where I received my walk-on opportunity to come here. And I felt like I made the right decision. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Uh, Miles, tell us a little bit about uh, about uh, your story and how you wound up at the University of Georgia. Uh, so pretty much, kind of like Jacob said, my recruitment process was a little different, um, especially with COVID. I think COVID probably affected all three of us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. So um, uh, with, with COVID and whatnot, uh, the recruiting scene was kind of spotty, especially when you're supposed to get recruited, like your uh, freshman, sophomore year-ish. Yeah. And so I had one offer from Akron, Ohio, uh, coming out of my sophomore year, like my going into my junior year, I had that offer on the table. And then um, they, I tried to text them later on, junior, senior year, they ghosted me. So that was off the table. I got but that. I, uh, around my, the beginning of my senior year, I got a uh, call from Coach McGee, the running backs coach. Uh, he recruited for my area. So he pretty much um, extended a, a PWO opportunity. And then um, – as time went on and signing day started to approach, I decided to take the PW opportunity. Like Jacob said, one of the best decisions I made. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of how my high school recruitment went. Now PWL, that's preferred walk on, right? Uh, walk -on. Just for those who uh, may not uh, be aware of that. <coughs> and uh, Terrell, uh, you, uh, tell us a little bit about your story and how you got to the University of Georgia. Well, yeah, I'm from Kennesaw, and. Um, I went to Harrison High School, and so I transferred IMG my sophomore year, sophomore year, and I was there all three years up until my senior year. So my recruitment process was a little bit different, being the fact that um, I actually had a couple offers that were like, for at a point at a time they were standing, and like I had a good relationship with the school and the coach. But like near the end of my near the beginning of my senior year, some of those offers fell off the table, and I wasn't sure like where I wanted to go or which school was for me. And it became a, a situation going the summer into my going to my senior year. Coach Schumann had DM me. He connected with and started talking to me, and uh, I decided to go down to the camp. And he liked he liked what I did, so we kind of just we were kind of touching bases for a sec. But I mean, at that point in a, for a school like Georgia, they already have all their spots filled up. And he was telling me he was just trying to be real with me, so I kind of I kind of just had Coach Schumann in my back pocket back pocket to be for a little while, to be honest. 
But near the end of December, right before I was going to make the decision, I was like, I like work my other schools, and I and I knew I still had a coach you to talk to. And so I came back to him. He let me know I could get PWO, so I decided to walk out of Georgia. Yeah. I, uh, so, you know, y- you guys, man, you know, there, there are people around the country, guys around the country, who would just die to be in your position. I mean, you're playing for the two-time back-to-back national champions. Now, I'm an old Georgia uh, fan from many years ago. I, I actually remember uh, when Georgia won the national championship in 1980, Herschel Walker, all of that. I I watched it on television. I was not at the Sugar Bowl when that happened. And, you know, that long stretch between that that national championship and now back-to-back national championships, uh, and and you guys are on the team. So, uh, Terrell, let me ask you first, what is it? What is it like to be on the University of Georgia football team right now? I mean, you're back-to-back national champions. The spotlight is on you. Uh, of course, you know, those those two years are gone now. Yeah, brand new year. Everybody's dissing Georgia, by the way. You know, nobody's picking Georgia to win, win the SEC, and much less a national championship. So I got a little chip on my shoulder. Maybe yeah. you have one, too, about all of this that's uh, going on. But what what just – Kind of give me a descriptive term. What is it like to be on this uh, football squad right now? A descriptive term. Honestly, it, it's kind of the same, to be honest, if I'm being completely honest. I mean, we kind of take the same approach to every year as we did the year before. And it's kind of like we wanted to we want to make a difference. Like, this team is this year's team. This, has, this team has nothing to do with last year. And it's kind of just, just being where our feet are at. And being present and just we got game we got week one ahead in a couple of days we got UAB and that's a, that's the team we're prepping for you got to take it week by week to be honest for for a season that is, can can be this long and you know just being the people people who we are yeah uh, yeah you know I for for me now if I were you, if I were your coach and I thank God I'm not but if <laughs> I were your coach I, I would come to you and say look at how all these people are dissing you guys you know. And they got uh, Tennessee winning this, and they got Alabama winning that. And, you know, let's let's go and show them. <laughs> Maybe Kirby pull some of that out. I, I don't know, uh, uh, Jacob. Uh, you know, wh- what is it like to go into that stadium on a Saturday when you got ninety four thousand fans, and and you know you run out on that field or the dog walk or you run out on that field. What 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 is that? What does that feel like? What does that sound like? What does it do to you? What is your emotion uh, when you run out on that field with the rest of the team? Well, I definitely could say like it's definitely like a big boost. Like before a game, post game, I'll say we definitely don't have anything like it back home. So like I was not used to how big football is here in Georgia at all. Like. I remember me and my roommate were getting Uber rides to pregame right before, and it's like, like it's fierce all week. I remember Tennessee week. Uh, my girlfriend goes to Tennessee, and we're in an Uber, and the Uber driver is just dissing Tennessee, like telling them, I won't say it on this, but saying <laughs> terrible things. About, and my girl's scared to say anything. She's <laughs> getting in the car shaking. But um, I will say, like, Georgia fans definitely care. I love them. Uh, they give a they give you a big boost game day. Like when you run out of that tunnel before the game, like I'm ready to go, and I haven't even got my first play here yet. Um, dog walk, like seeing all those little kids and even adults, you know, 
ready to root for you, do anything for you. You feel like those fans would do anything they could for you if you asked them. And like that support really goes a long way when you feel like you, you know, like you said, we came from practice, like you busted your town practice, then you really feel appreciated before the game even starts uh, on Saturday. So it really helps. We definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, now, Miles, you guys have uh, just come from practice. Uh, you know, for me, I have no idea what practice is like at, at a major college, especially the University of Georgia. But from what I've heard, it's pretty intense. And, you know, a lot of the guys have said, you know, playing it, playing on Saturday is actually a relief from having to practice with these guys during the week. Tell, tell me what a little bit about what what practice is like uh, when you when you're out there on the practice field and the coaches are all over you and uh, your guys are dissing you. Dad, Dad, tell me, tell me a little bit just about what practice is like at uh, Georgia. And <laughs> when you talk about Saturdays a relief, I mean, like <laughs> because <clears throat> in practice, um, regardless of where you stand on whatever depth chart or whatnot, during the week you're a part of this big machine. So you're a cog in this big machine, and you have to play your part. So. Um, everybody's getting in, everybody's getting work, everybody's getting reps, and it's the same intensity for all the players. So, you know, you might be doing scout team this week, but you're expected to perform like a starter on scout team. You know what I mean? So the coaches is still on you. They still, you know, and then you're going against the best of the best. You know what I mean? Like you're in the, you're at the top of the top. So, the person that's standing across the line from you that you're going against is also at the top of their game. So every day is a uh, it's an opportunity to grow, um, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot that I've learned that I know all three of us have learned from going against uh, the older players and the guys that are in the league now, like, having to go against them, getting that experience is just, um, you know, it's invaluable. It's, it's things that you, you know, I still use to this day and, and uh and reps and whatnot. And so practices, practice is definitely um it's hard, but it's necessary. Yeah. Because it's on Saturday, when you're out there, you know, you've gone against the best all week. So when you step out on that field, it's nothing new. You know what I mean? If anything, you've been grinding and grinding and grinding to get to this point. And once you get to the point, it's a little bit easier because you know exactly what to do. So um yeah. good. I don't think you ever get used to Kirby yelling at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen now, listen. When the coach yells, he loves you. That's yeah. a signal for love. That's he says it all the time, and I just I'm trying to feel it. Yeah, well, he probably loves some more than others. I, I'm sure you know. And uh, but uh, hey, I think I would think that if the coach ignores you. That would be more of a issue than you know than him actually getting on. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too. Uh, well, um, uh, Miles, uh, you know, uh, now you three guys, you are redshirt freshmen, okay? So yeah. you're you're working hard, you're grinding it out. Um, you 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 have the dream, you have the dream of playing, uh, you know, on a regular basis uh, for the University of Georgia. I think personally, you're going to fulfill your dream. I'm betting on you three guys. Uh, uh, to do that, do do you guys like stick together? I mean, are are you like compadres where you encourage one another? Uh, do, do guys on the I know you're a team, uh, but do the guys like you, uh, where you're grinding it and you're working through the ranks and uh, coming up through the ranks, 
Uh, do you guys kind of stick together and encourage one another and pick one another up? Uh, Miles, uh, did, are you guys, you know, big buds? I know you're big buds off the field, but what about on the field and at practice? Are you encouraging one another? Yeah, so, like, um, I think especially, like you said, uh, players that are on our level that still grind and trying to get to that point, it's, uh, it's evident across the entire board, like, we stick together. Um, when somebody makes a good play, somebody makes a big play, uh, brother, I'm on offense, Terrell's on defense, but he go catch an interception. I'm on the sideline, like, oh, Terrell, go. And I'm like, oh, wait, I'm on offense. <laughs> but, um, but definitely, I think, uh, and that's that's across the entire team. Even, even the players that have already arrived, they still celebrate those guys that are in the trenches grinding. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's the one thing about Georgia, why I'm so glad that I chose here was because it this is really a family. Like, it doesn't matter where you are. Like I said, on the depth chart or whatnot, they really put the time in and invest into you and try to build you up as not only a player, but, you know, your character off the field. Like, we stick together all the time, whether it's on the field, whether, you know, we're going out to eat, just building connection and things like that. So um, definitely, I think uh, I'm excited when Terrell makes a play. I'm excited when Jacob makes a play. And, is vice versa for all of the show. No doubt. Yeah. Now, what about the, you, you know, you, the, the veteran players on the team? I <laughs> mentioned how supportive they are of you. Are, are there certain guys on the team, offense and defense, that stand out as the leaders, almost like coaches themselves to the younger guys and uh, jump in there? Uh, is there something like that that happens uh, with uh, some of the older guys? Uh, Jacob, what, what about you? I would definitely say for sure on that one. Um, personally, my locker is right by Cedric Van Pran and Tate Ratledge. And Ced is definitely one of, if not the captain on the team. And Ced's a great guy. I mean, being a leader, you know, that's going to come with saying and doing things that people aren't always going to like. Because, you know, you got to be the guy to discipline everybody and say things that might not be liked but necessary. Right. But, and Ced does a great job of that. Like, even though he knows it might go against the grain, he's going to say what needs to be said and do what needs to be done. Um, personally, for my position group, I would definitely say Kendall does a great job of leading by example. Yeah. Um, I need to see how something's ran or how to carry myself in public or what it is to be a Georgia running back besides just, you know, running 100-yard touchdowns. I can always go to Kendall and see that. So, And then beforehand, learning that from Kenny McIntosh. Um, so I definitely believe there are great leaders on our team. and then. Even back, I'll even say like Terrell or Miles being leaders for the guys in the back. You know, uh, you know, you can be a leader in any any area, any uh, setting. So we've got leaders on scout team, dudes. You look to like, okay, we're in a situation we're not getting all the shine, but we can still make the best out of this. Yeah, I say we need to do that. Boy, you know, a team. I've been on teams. A team is a team, and you've got to have leadership. I think teams fall apart when you have that fracturing, uh, you know, in different factions and guys don't support one another. And that starts with the coaching. And I know the coaching at the University of Georgia really tends to foster that idea that, uh, you know, we're the coaches, but we got to have leaders on the team as uh, as well. Um, uh, Ter uh, Terrell, uh, I, I, I kind of wanted to ask you this question. You know, um, <clears throat> one of the amazing stories for the past two years, of course, obviously, with Stetson Bennett, uh, you know, the, the, his story of being the walk-on himself and, you know, leaving Georgia and coming back and climbing up the uh, depth chart and being told he's not going to play, 
but he just stuck with that thing and he would not give up. And when he had his opportunity, he made the most of it. Do, do you find inspiration? Somewhere down the line, they're going to have to make a Stetson Bennett movie. I just got to tell you, you know, and you guys need to be in the movie. I know you do. But, but is, uh, you know, is, is something like that, it, do you find inspiration in that with what uh, Stetson went through and how he rose to the top, uh, even when maybe people were not as supportive as, uh, you know, he wanted them to be? You find inspiration in that? Actually, like, actually, yeah, most definitely. Like, even when I was coming into Georgia and, like, I was just hearing his story, it was just kind of like, okay, like, I mean, I can do that too, for real. Like, I mean, that's kind of like, and not not just Stetson. Like, there's been other walk-ons who've done the same thing. Like, there's their story is just different, and it, 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 it takes different popularity. And it's kind of just like you see those stories, you hear, hear about stuff, and then you see the shoes that you're in, and you realize, like, like as long as I if I if I put as much as I can into this, I can get what I want out of it. And it's kind of just like really trying to really trying to push you all into it and just staying consistent at it because that's that's one of the biggest factors being consistent and just and just trying to grow incrementally and just trying to get to that spot eventually. So when when it's your time, you can really do what you got to do. Yeah, just be ready. Yeah, you know, be ready for your opportunity. Be prepared and be ready, and uh, I think it'll. It'll come to you. Uh, 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 Miles, tell me, tell me something that surprised you and uh, that has surprised you about college life. Uh, just, yeah. What has surprised you about being in college? Uh, just, you know, the one thing that surprises you more than anything else. Maybe nothing, maybe nothing surprises you. You know? I mean, like, I, you, I mean, huh, that's so hard. <laughs> well, I didn't mean to stump you, you know, but it's, it's just, you know, you yeah. go from was, a high uh, school into the college. Uh, you know, is there anything that particularly surprised you about being in college? The work is the same, kind of. The, uh, yeah, the t I mean, like, the work, work is work regardless. Yeah. I was like, just the, the amount of accountability you gotta have because you gotta be like you that's gotta be good. on it. That's a good. It's time that's management good. too. Like yeah, what's what's just just how much how much responsibility goes into. You're not even really a hundred percent on your own yet, but it's a whole lot like a feel whole like lot of you know. Really feel like you got to do all this stuff by yourself and, and figure it out. So I think that would probably what surprised me the most yeah. out of anything. You got to be a grown-up. Sure. <laughs> you know, you got to enter into the adult world, right? Oh, man. Wash your own clothes. I can't wash your clothes no more. <laughs> can't depend on mama no more. You got to wash your own clothes and get your own clothes. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You might slip and forget. All right. <laughs> Jacob, now I I gotta know out of you you three guys, Jacob, you 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 gotta tell me who's the best who's the best singer and who's the one who thinks he's the best singer out of you three. I know you guys, you, you know you belt out a tone every now and then. Tell me who's the best singer. I mean, you know, and if it's who, just admit it. No, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm the best. Nobody's gonna know this. 
When I was little, I swear, no, like, I really swear, I will call my grandma on this podcast and she will tell you, I was supposed to be in a boy don't, band when I was a little kid. Don't like, come here and talk about it. The church we are in right now, I promise you, I promise you, we are in church, like, we are in, we are affiliated in church right now. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, if, if I call my grandma, she will tell you, before I hit puberty, that I got this deep, you know, real masculine, real suave voice that I got right now. But before I had this suave voice, I had the most elegant. It was not going to be a little boy band, bro. I was supposed to. Anyway. I was supposed to. Okay. So who is it? It's me. The voice is a band? How do you even have a band if it's just you? Because I was the lead singer. <laughs> okay. He was the lead singer and he was the man. I, you know, I get it. I, I get it, Jacob. I'm not saying they can sing. Talk to you. I mean, he just submitted it. Stop. Okay. Stop. All right. Now, Terrell. Okay, out of you three, you know, Jacob yeah. says he's the best singer. Out of you three, who's the best dancer? Oh, 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 oh. stop it. Stop, stop it. All I know, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I, think I, I think it's Jacob because he's the only one that's willing to. Like, that's real, that's, that's, <laughs> no, I'm the only one that has rhythm. No. <laughs> I don't try. I hit. Everybody knows. Miami Town come on. They know that. They know who to look for. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! They don't dance down here how we dance back home. <laughs> I understand. I, well, you need to. You need to do some educating. You know, you need to. You need to have some training sessions with the guys. Well, who? Well, he just. He, he's Michael Jackson apparently because he can dance and sing better than all of them. If oh, you yeah. say it, and he was going to be a boy band. Oh yeah, he was going to be Jackson crazy. Jackson Timberlake right here. Like. <laughs> All right, now, now, which one of you guys has the best celebration? Uh, you know, on, on field oh. celebration. You score a touchdown, you make an interception. Uh, who has the best on field celebration? It's kind of embarrassing. Every time I've done something good in my head, I have the like the most amazing idea for a celebration. Yeah, yeah. And then as soon as it happens, my mind goes blank. Well, do you practice your celebration? I mean, really, seriously. I mean, you you got it in your mind. You're going to make a big play. Do you practice it? All right. And does Coach Smart allow you to do it? No. 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 <laughs> I mean, you can hear a little stuff after, like, especially. It better be quick. It better be back. Yeah. But it's like, it's usually just a little a flex the camera or something. Yeah, it got to be, like, very quick. Yeah, you got to be quick. You got to be quick. Oh, you you got to get it over with in a hurry. Uh, I got you. Two seconds. All right, it's become an issue. I got you. Well, listen, uh, guys, you know, you're a lot of fun. We're going to have you back on our program. Jacob Hardy, Miles Thornton, Terrell Foster, these guys, so uh, redshirt freshmen for the University of Georgia, suiting it up Saturday night. I'm ready to go. How about y'all? I'm ready to go. Are you team? Oh, yes, sir. Oh, I'm ready to go. Get this, get this thing underway so we can three-peat this thing and uh, – yeah. Well, listen, you guys are a delight to have on our program, and uh, we'll have you back. And hey, let's go, dogs, right? Go dogs. All right. Thank you, guys.